Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Stone that the nail salon Maybe I Slow jam from Lord. Mm. New song called Stone at the Nail Salon. Am I missing out by not being stoned for spa treatments? <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I've definitely like maybe enjoyed a little substance before getting a massage. Really? Just for extra chill oh, man, yeah. I gotta get into that. I never even think uh, about it. I don't know, though. It can backfire. You just got to make sure you, that you don't do too much because then you start, you know, getting self-conscious and you get in your own head a little bit. I think for a massage, it might be too much, but like for just getting a pedicure or something, it might heighten the experience. Yeah, maybe, right? Yeah. Nice to hear from Lauren again. Mm-hmm. Pretty song. Bundes is making funny faces over there. Not your jam, eh? Uh, you know what? It's actually, it's a nice sounding song. Um, it's just not something I would ever really listen to. It sounds very sad and somber, and I don't, I don't really like to listen to music that gets me down. I'll oh, listen to this part. Whatever, Wicked Games. Yeah, yeah, but no, Wicked Games is like it's it's nostalgia, and mm. it, there's something funny about nostalgia. Nostalgia literally means like a like a a pain in your heart, like an ache in your heart, and yeah. and that's what it makes me feel. And it's this longing to be home or to be in a feeling that reminds you of a better place or a better time. And when I hear that song, that's what it does to me. Mm. This just makes me sad. I don't know. Yeah, you don't like to think of the past, eh? You don't like to be to revisit the past. I just I, I get sucked into it so hard because I, I I'm always thinking back of like how that moment in time was so good and I wish I was back there and I'm always forgetting about right now and then like two years from now I'll look back at this time and I'll go like fuck man it was such a good time then when I did this this and that mm. I have a hard time just being looking at what's in front of me and appreciating oh. that and are you talking specifically about girls or just life in general life in general whether it's like you know on a vacation with your friends or you know like what you're doing uh, at a job or this time you went to that ball game or whatever it is, like uh, the girl that you were dating. It could be anything. It just, it always yeah. seems to be better in the past. So if somebody had a magic wand and said, uh, you can go back and relive any of that, yeah. would you say yes? Or would you want to stay in, in the present? I would go back. You would go Yo, back. Wow. What would you pick? What age? I would go back um, 2010. Yeah, what is that? Is that the band's heyday? Yeah. 
You go back to that, I eh? go back to that and really try to appreciate it more. Wow. Instead of like, because even then it was like I was never appreciating what we were achieving in the moment. It wasn't good enough because we weren't fucking Nickelback famous. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You always wanted more than you had yeah. and you couldn't appreciate what you had. because can't, all, yeah, can't for sure. you see that by doing that, you're not appreciating what you have right now? Which is a pretty cool job working with pretty interesting people. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? I don't I'm very nostalgic, but I don't there's not many moments in my life where I wish I could go back and relive. Like I, I think back to some really fun times like going to university, going away, moving into res. Mm. And those first few months of being in res was so much fun, but you know, uh, I, I'm pretty happy with where I am, and I'm having fun today. And it's not like I look back going, "Oh, those were the good old days." And now I'm just trudging through life, which is <laughs> how the picture you're kind of painting right now. A hundred percent, though. But like, I I miss I miss the way my body felt. I miss the way my, miss the way that my body looked. Mm. I miss being able to stay up till four in the morning, drinking, partying, meeting new chicks at bars, and then oh, coming yeah. right into work and not like not even blinking. Like it's it's no big deal. Yeah. Oh, man. I just wonder if you went back to that, if you'd be like, oh, it's not as good as I remember. Of course, it. that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, would, it wouldn't be as good with the, the mindset I have now with the and the lens body that yeah. you're looking at. It. But okay. so yeah. if we're reintroducing you into the Matrix, you have to clear your brain yeah. with that thing they use in Men in Black. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you wouldn't appreciate it. Then you again, you'd be like unsatisfied right. with how the band's doing. Probably, yeah. It's this never ending cycle, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, more as the least nostalgic person I've ever met in my life. Like, <laughs> I, I would be shocked if you even have pictures of your daughter as a baby. Because you don't oh, look I back. Oh, do, I do, I do, I do. Do you? I is that the yeah, only thing you're nostalgic about? No. You know what I realized today is that somebody texted us because we were talking about um, trophies. My husband has a whole bunch of trophies that were just dropped off and from his past. And I'm like, what the hell are we going to do with these? Five boxes. Five boxes full. And somebody texted us and said, my husband has textbooks from medical school. And he's now 47 and, you know, a doctor. And uh, he hangs on to these old textbooks. And I actually do have old textbooks from university. Yeah, but you probably only keep them as style things. Like you want them in a bookshelf <laughs> no, no. to look a certain way. I like them because when I open them up, I, it makes me laugh. Because I've highlighted more words than not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I might as well have highlighted the stuff I didn't care about or yeah. that I didn't think was important. Because I basically highlighted every single page of the book thinking I was like studying or like, oh, that's impactful. I better highlight that. <laughs> so I just think it's funny. I have a, a couple of textbooks where, I, you know, it's cute to open it up and see like, wow, the hours logged. I guess you can see the hours logged through that. But I don't know why when I look at a figure skating medal, I can't see the hours logged there. Yeah, I, I have no textbooks. I can't believe you would keep textbooks but not figure skating medals. That's yeah. insane to me. Because you earned those textbooks you just bought and they're outdated. And what, what the hell were you studying that you had textbooks? I thought you were in fine arts and singing and Are stuff. Are you kidding me? They find textbooks for everything. Yeah. Cinema, old cinema books. Oh. But in a way, those are kind of fun because they're... Uh, they're dumbed down for anybody to read. It's not like reason, reading a physics book, right? 
Oh yeah, some of the some of the textbooks I had to read for sociology were so <gasps> boring. Oh my, oh my god. god! I used to sit there and I used to think, I guarantee this person got paid for the amount of words they used instead of what they said. I bet it was just like, yeah, fill it up fully, just nonsense. So you have no textbooks. I have no textbooks. I have zero textbooks. I mean, it, not only. Do they take up space, but they're heavy boxes to keep around, and then you have to start moving those? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I brought them to some secondhand bookshop and just dumped them off, and they're probably like, at first, like, oh, great, all these books, and then they open it up, and they're like, oh, no, now we got to dump these off on somebody else. It's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. yeah. No, I had I had definitely had a few boxes, but um, when I think my dad moved, and you know, one of those scenarios, parents move, downsize, whatever, yeah. I had to get rid of them. I have a lot of like old photographs too of like family members. Like my dad, I have a picture of him that I see every day because it's kind of at the top of my staircase and it's him. uh, I don't know. He looks like he's 18 in the picture and one of those old school, like this would have been in the forties or I guess maybe fifties. That's cool. Um, Yeah. I like that stuff. I just don't need the medals and the hardware. But you got rid of uh, all your yearbooks from mm -hmm. high school. Yearbooks, yeah. You didn't like high school though, so I guess that's. Well, it's not why. like I didn't like high school. I had a pretty good time, but I don't like. I don't still socialize with really anyone from high school. What about like clothes? Do you have like? Yes, I keep clothes. Something from like you know fifteen years ago that I you... still wear a lot of like. I have clothing from high school that is still in the rotation. Yeah, really? I, to- I totally do too. <laughs> yeah. And every time I put it on, it like it gives me a nostalgic feeling of like, oh fuck, I remember when I was this age and we were doing this. And yes, I, this. I think about the journey that the clothing yeah. has been on. High and the, school. And, and the different like person that I am now and how much more confident I am now wearing that same dress that I used to wear first year university. Do you have you don't have your grad dress though, eh? Like your <sighs> prom dress? No, no, no. I don't have my prom dress. I I used to have this jacket that I referred to as my bar jacket. (laughs) And it was my old Patagonia like shell. It it had like the fleece on the inside and the shell on the outside. Oh, baby. Classic Patagonia. And it was, I got it, I probably grade 11. And I was wearing that up until 2000 and uh, it would have been 2005. Mm. Um, And then I brought it to a bar because it was the jacket that you didn't care about, right? That no one was going to steal. And some fucking stole my bar jacket <laughs> they took it i had it tucked behind a booth oh. and we were partying and then i was like end of the night i'm like oh let's go retrieve the bar jacket no one's gonna steal broken zipper you know you had to like just pull the the nub part of the zipper off because the little <laughs> handle was off gonzo and it was cold out oh. and i just i was so mad I because remember, I'd had it forever and because it was freezing and I had to walk home in the cold. Some asshole took it and they probably didn't even want it afterwards. Do you remember not bringing a jacket to the bar just because you didn't want to pay the $2 coat check? Fuck yeah, all of the time. <laughs> no, that, I would have just brought it, the bar jacket and tucked it somewhere right. that no one would take it. Right, smart. Didn't worry about the cover charge. Yeah, because getting out of the, it wasn't even paying for the money. It was, it was the weight. It was the weight at the end of the night. Mm. You're just like, oh, I got to get my jacket. There's all these people, especially if you made it to last call. I would always try and get away with wearing like a thinner jacket that was kind of supposed to be part of the outfit, but then they would always inevitably want want you to check that still. Oh yeah, I didn't go to clubs you know? where they would force you to take the jacket off. I would go to like, it'd be a pub or it'd be like just a kind of a cool bar that maybe had a coat check for con- your convenience. convenience. Oh Not yeah. Not so somebody was, could make money. It was a money grab at a lot yeah. of clubs. Full on money grab. And then there'd be like a two hour wait to get it at yeah. the end of the night. It was stupid. And two people back there 
they're scrambling, oh, hang on, <laughs> yeah. you know, like off the oh, hanger, pass it to you. And, that must have been a tough job. You, you ever like lose your ticket with your? Yes. That's so frustrating. Guess what, buddy? You're waiting till close. <laughs> oh. You have to wait till close. Depending if you can identify it, maybe. And I'd always try and pay attention to where they put it mm-hmm. if I use the code check, which I rarely did. And then I, I hated the tip thing. The whole cost is a tip. You know, yes. there's no overhead there. I mean, I guess there's people have to make their hourly wage, but when you give you the money, I mean, don't they get that? Or does that get split with the bouncers and the, does the house keep that? I don't even know. Uh, that's a great question, but it's all a money. It's all a ploy for money. Yeah. What, did, what would a coat check cost today at a club? Would I, you even know? I have no idea. I haven't been to a club. Last time I was in a club was in Miami, but it's hot there. I, I, yeah. Last time I was in a club in Toronto must have been like four or five years ago. It's been a long time. Yeah. I think they're more open to jackets being an accessory to your outfit too, maybe. But yeah, would it be 10 bucks if you went to a nightclub? It's for a great coat check. Is it I twenty. It's it's one of those things, right? Like I don't mind doing it in the summertime, going out to a nightclub or something like that. But like in the winter time now, like back when I was in my early twenties, it was like you know it could be twenty feet of snow out there. But if the boys wanted to go out on a Saturday night, like the boys were going out. But doing now it for the boys, it's for the boys. It's for the boys. <laughs> for the boys. Now, like if it's cold outside and there's snow or it's raining, like there's no way I'm going out, man. It's got to be perfect conditions to get my ass off, like you know, to put clothes on and leave the condo now. You remember those nights, though, where you'd be crushing it on the dance floor in the club, you're hot and sweaty, and then you go outside, and it's freezing cold, and it's great for about 30 30 seconds, seconds, maybe a minute, and then all of a sudden, you start freezing your ass off. (laughs) And then if you didn't bring the coat because you wanted to avoid the coat check, now you better get a cab quick. You're screwed. Yeah. I don't know how, how girls do that, like go out. Oh, in the wintertime and like line up with oh, like, a, like open a skinny toes. little skirt on yeah. and like open toe open sandals toes. Yeah. guys like it's exa- it's as bad as you think it is as far as how freezing you are it wasn't really a thing at my university when uh because it was a small town but i just remember when i lived in london on richmond row you know the lineups to jim bob rays and barneys and the and the, po- the most popular places at the time would be filled with western students mm. wearing next to nothing in February. Yeah. And it just, it'd sit there and they'd, they'd be hunched over cold. <laughs> and uh, that lineup could be an hour. That lineup you know? could be Oh my hour. God. The booze keeps you warm though, doesn't it? Yeah. The pre-drink. Yeah, I guess. Wow. Anything to look good. Mm. What a trip down memory lane. <laughs> a little nostalgia. Oh. The good old days, right, Bundes? Way better than today. Way better than today. <laughs> I'm offended by that, but that's okay. I'm sure everyone who's new to your life is offended by Probably. that. Probably. I'm yeah. sure in two years from now, I'm going to be like, fuck, man. Remember those good old days when I worked with Tucker and Mora? Well, you don't think you'll be working with us in uh, well, 2023? <laughs> yeah, good <maybe>. be. <laughs> you keep this up. <laughs> uh, hang on for the Daily Take Two. It's coming up next. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you had to fake your way through an Olympic event, let's just say maybe you've been hired to be undercover, okay? <laughs> and get inside information from the athletes themselves the only way you can do it is to pose as an athlete for the summer games right okay but you have to it doesn't matter which one you pick it just has to be the one that you think you could almost get away with pretending to be an athlete in like some event that you think you could fake your way through mm-hmm. Morris says we uh, we would uh, laugh if we heard the one that she uh, would pick that we would be surprised by it do you want to lay it on us well yeah I, I actually you know was selected to compete in track and field in elementary school in this event. Okay, so okay. not yeah, so one specific <laughs> track and field event. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um and it is the shot put and you said oh, please don't tell me, me it's shot put. I am half decent at shot put. At, yeah, in elementary school. Not not half bad at the old shot put and discus, too. My only giveaway is that I'm not bulky. Oh, and my God. A lot of those athletes have really bulked up. Back in the day, it was just about, you know, how much you could swing it. Now you see those uh, athletes and you're like, oh, my They're God. Massive. They're you, massive. You, uh, you have nowhere near the body type to be a <laughs> shot put athlete. Like, they're, they're all ripped and and big but not like ripped like cut they're like uh Bulky. rugby players yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean yeah yeah but listen oh, i mean on. that's going to be the first giveaway no matter what sport you pick is that people are going to be like well who's this guy he's a bit flabby he's an a- a olympic athlete you see you could pose as potentially like a long distance runner because mm. you're lean, right? Like you, you're pretty lean, and mm-hmm. you're pretty uh, yeah weak looking. <laughs> right. Just kidding. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. look like I you, hear you. You know what I mean? You don't have a lot of you don't have a lot of mass. Right. So to me, that would be the obvious one. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and then you just like pretend to st- stretch. St- well, you stretch. That's fine. But like when you actually do the event, if you have to compete. Is you just uh, twist your ankle or something and fall down, and then people be like, "Oh no, this poor woman has been training all this time." For sure, for sure, I, I could totally sign up for you know one of those uh, longer distance runs. Yeah. I would say, but I have I do have some skill in shot put and discus. That's all I'm saying. Like you could see me warming up and think, "Oh, she kind of knows what she's doing." Hmm. Well, look at her. That's Maura Grierson. <laughs> Shot putter from Canada, born and raised in Guelph, Ontario. <laughs> she steps up to the line. Interesting, huh? Interesting technique. It's like she hasn't held a shot put ball for 20 years. And there, oh, she's fallen and fallen over. What a tragedy here today. <laughs> 
I mean, there's some sports you couldn't get away with at all, like diving or something. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. Going yeah. up to the plank and you're like, oh, my God. Unless you're going to like purposely. Get you know, involved. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you could get a free trip and go to the Olympics, the only thing is you'd have to pretend to be an athlete in one <laughs> sport. What sport would you pick that you think you could kind of fake your way through? Mm-hmm. Okay, Graham has come up with the perfect sport that we could all fake. Yeah? This is 100%, I bet you, except for maybe Bundus because of his robo leg. Okay. Speed walking. Yeah, oh. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't get those hips going. Probably not. You know, you really got to... Speed walking. S- what is, is that an Olympic event? Yes. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure it no. is. Do you Again, remember seeing I, them all come around the track and you're like, what are these people doing? <laughs> I think it is an Olympic event. I am looking at a list of summer Olympic sports and speed walking is not on the list. <laughs> all right. Race walking. I think I, it I think is. I think, I think it might be. Race oh, walking? Right. Is it called race walking now? Maybe that's <laughs> that is the stupidest sport I'm sorry to anyone who's actually training in that sport right now. Why don't you just break into a run already? I, I, I'm pretty sure it had to have been exhibition. Like, um, what was that? <laughs> ski ballet? Remember the ski ballet? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Beautiful to watch. I will tell you that. I mean, for me, it would be almost cheating. It'd be too obvious. But I, sailing. Like, I could easily get on a boat and no one would have any clue that I wasn't an Olympic sailor. Now, That's are, not, are it, Olympic sailors a bit ripped or are they? you could have a dad bod and be an Olympic sailor? Well, you're wearing a life jacket and uh, could be have a wetsuit on or some sort of, like, protection. So you'd never know. I could easily get away with that uh cory says he could fake surfing um that's impressive because that is definitely something i could not fake yeah uh keith says uh the walking the speed walking is 100 percent an event yeah i I actually just looked it up apparently there's like a a women and men's 20k and then there's like a 50k event 20k yeah Speed walking must be the Olympic, the summer equivalent of like, uh, or, you know, if you were to compare it to the winter one, mm-hmm. the skeleton where you just go down on a toboggan <laughs> head first, right? Like uh, yeah, anyone but- could learn how to do that. You just have to be crazy enough to go head first down that track. <laughs> anyone could probably speed walk. Josh would- says the technique is you got to have at least one foot on the ground at all times. Yeah. Yeah. It's a technique, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. It's isn't an that art. Walking, isn't that walking period? You have to have one foot on the ground in order to stay up? <laughs> Ask Mora. I am a super fast walker. You generally. are. Like, you are. Yeah. I, you're right. Even when, walking. Even when you're trying to go slow, you're abnormally fast. Yeah. Unlike my idol is set just a little too fast mm-hmm. for most people to keep up with. I wonder if you are competing in speed walking. If people are like, oh, yeah, you're going to the Olympics. What event? You're like speed walking. I would love to see. <laughs> I just a collage of people's faces as they react to that. <laughs> I'm an Olympic oh. athlete. Oh. Like, how do you, what do you say? What do you say? Oh, you want a medal in the Olympics in what event? Speedwalker. Oh, oh. Good, <laughs> for yeah, good for you. <laughs> Shout out to all our speedwalkers yeah, out there. I'm yeah. sure there is a, an art to it. What are you working on over there? Oh, my God. 
science is is going to explain to us the best way to eat <laughs> something that has like a topping on it. They specifically did this study with a digestive cookie that has chocolate on top. Okay. Mm-hmm. You like those? But- <laughs> those are old. Those are old people cookies. Yeah, baby. <laughs> what happened to Bundes? He loved. Do we just pick the perfect? I'm like, it's kind of boring. Why didn't they pick a donut? Oh my god! Bundes loves those cookies. They're so good. <laughs> the cookie with that chocolate layer on top. Yeah. yeah, the classic digestive, and then they got the layer of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you also enjoy a good peak freen? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's a peak freen? It's like uh, old people cookies. Oh. Never eat the jelly one though. You always leave that row out. Oh, I see. I like that. That's probably one of my favorite rows. Really? It's it's the one that has the. You don't know what peak freens when I'm they looking when, it up. They have peak different freen. types, but often you buy the combination oh. pack that has like the yeah. vanilla, the chocolate, the circled one, mm. and the one with the jelly in the middle. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Mm. <laughs> you are a classic cookie fan. <laughs> yes. I didn't know that about you. Well, Bunnis is gonna love this. I, I have another little thing. That in terms of classic cookies, today is National Sugar Cookie Day. Oh my God! I don't know if you're into sugar cookies. Those have been around since the 1700s. (laughs) (laughs) He loves them. My God, he loves them. He's old school. Classic. You probably like Christmas uh, treats then. Oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of Christmas? Like fruitcake? Are you a fruitcake? He likes likes my shortbread. Oh yeah. Who doesn't like shortbread? I don't really care for it. What? All these things are not really my jam. I mean, I'd eat it, but it's not something I would look forward to. I I never know what they're called, but do you know that blue tin of cookies? When you take the tin off, it's got like the little white, um, like muffin kind of container things. That you yeah, 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 yeah. And it has the different types of like sh- like sugar cookies you or the butter cookies. Those? <laughs> <laughs> I know what to get Bundes for Christmas now. Those, don't they have like a pretzel cookie in there too? Uh, yes, the pretzel cookie with the sugar, the sugar on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, fancy. It's kind of fancy cookies, really. Yeah, but there's a name for it. Yeah, what the hell is I it? I don't know what they're called. It's just that blue tin. I, I just I love them. Oh, they're called Royal Donsk. Donsk. Royal Donsk. No, well, that's a blue tin one. Guys, this is going to blow your mind. Yeah, it's a Danish butter cookies. Mm. Yeah, and, and the pretzel one is really, it's not really a pretzel, but it's a cookie in the shape of a pretzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it. Royal D-A-N-S-K. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it, for sure. Okay, that is, so. You know who loves that? 80-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Bundes. And Bundes. <laughs> mm, I'm getting hungry now. Yeah. Frank wanted to comment on the blue tin of cookies, talking about those uh, Royal Danish butter cookies that come in the blue tin. <laughs> yes. There's like five different types. They have those little, uh, almost like muffin things. Uh, yeah, the little, cups. Yeah. cups. Like little muffin cup uh, things yeah. that they serve them in. Uh, what did you want to say, Frank? But the best part about those things is you open it up and then both layers of the pretzels will be gone. You know what I mean? There's two there that, that someone takes yeah. them out and then they go to the bottom row and you end up The pretzel-shaped cookies are the favorite in that mix? They always go first. Yeah. yeah. Really? Or, the, or or this is what happens. Sometimes you open up the tin and you find sewing kit stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the two. One of the two. Oh yeah, something God. that's totally not yeah. enjoyable to eat. I can't eat needles and thread. <laughs> yeah. A couple buttons in there. Yeah. I always go for the chocolate fingers, man. The chocolate finger cookies in there. 
Ah, uh, that's a different. Uh, that's it. You that's don't know a, what you're, you're talking different tin. about. We're talking to a different tin. This conversation, Mora. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the tin Are we're you talking sure about. It's a different tin. Positive, it's a different tin. Yeah. yeah there's, no there's no chocolate in the other one. It's just all those like hard little sugar crystals stuck on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's yeah, basically yeah, like yeah. shortbread type cookies, gotcha. but like with uh, some sugar. Yeah, gotcha. exactly. All right, okay, guys, have a great day. Frank, thanks. <laughs> we just got a text from Melissa. She says you got to watch out for those cheap knockoff blue tins. Taste like crap and have no sugar. <laughs> yeah, well, I could see that, right? There's always a knockoff somewhere of something. <laughs> yeah, no, you're 100% right, Bundes, though. Like, I can remember being a kid and you're going through some, I don't know, closet, and then you see the blue tin and you're like, oh, Score! yeah. Tin of cookies, you open it up and there's like old greeting cards or yeah. something. Like completely random in there. Such a letdown. I, I yeah. only ever see them around Christmas time. That's the only time they've ever yeah. shown up in my life. It's never yeah. like, you know, on a Tuesday on July 24th, you open up the cupboard and there's the blue tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never like that. Well, it's probably filled with Christmas ornaments and hooks, <laughs> you know, for Christmas ornaments. These scientists were, you know, they picked the right thing to study. They are about to explain the best way to eat a chocolate digestive cookie. And I'm sure you could apply this to anything you're eating that has, you know, icing on top, like a donut or a slice of cake. For some reason, they chose chocolate digestive digestives. It's just in this just in from 1956. If you enjoy a chocolate digestive cookie, we are going to tell you the best way to eat it. That's right. Who uh, who eats these cookies like uh, today? Oh, I mean, this is a I, study I, I, I feel out of like Oxford. Old people uh, cookies. I n- no offense to people who enjoy them, but uh, even the name is like the worst name for a cookie in the history of cookie names. <laughs> Digestive. I mean, uh, well, it, it makes you like feel like you're doing something healthy in a way. Well, it makes it s- seem like something you need to eat so you have a bowel movement. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. your insides are a little clogged up. Oh, why don't you sit? back and enjoy a digestive in order to uh, have everything run through your body a little better. Dude, I always have a box of digestive cookies in the pantry. You do? Always. Always. If it's not the chocolate ones, I have just the regular ones and then I'll put Nutella on top of them, Mm. you know, to make my own. They're great in the morning with coffee, a little pick-me-up. Oh, it's a classic choice, man. I'm surprised you don't have it with a cup of tea. They've been around for so long because they're that good, but also, this is a study out of Oxford, so it is a bigger cookie in the UK, I think. It is a more classic choice with tea. But okay. if you really want to go to Flavortown, this is what you have to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bring it to your mouth, chocolate side up. Let the brain register the chocolate and what is about to happen. Okay. <laughs> then you flip the cookie upside down before you eat it. So that the chocolate is hitting your tongue first. Hello! This maximizes the oral somatosensory experience, which I'm sure I mispronounced. Then you chew with your mouth open so you can really hear that crunch. Okay? And that's going to make the taste sensation more memorable. Chew slowly to maximize the experience. You know, Mora, even by 1950 standards, this story is stupid. (laughs) 
but thank you for trying. But does this not... I mean, that makes sense. We eat a lot of things with icing and toppings. We should be flipping them all upside down so they hit your tongue first. This is life-changing for me. It, I, I can't believe I never thought about this. Yes! I, I, I am eating everything upside down from now on. Yes! Even your pizza! Hey, Mora. It's 1980s Tucker here. Yes. We've been uh, eating cookies upside down with the old uh, Oreo for uh, the whole decade. This is not new news. Okay. Okay? Just thought I'd let you know. But if you flip an Oreo upside down, it's the same thing. <laughs> no, because you uh, rip it apart. You know, oh. you, you, you uh, take the two parts apart. You eat the uh, just the cookie on its own, yes, gearing okay. up for the one side that has the icing, and then, then you, you eat f- that sucker upside down. You flip it. You These flip researchers it. are just ripping off something we've been doing for a long time <laughs> here in the 1980s. Thank you, 1980s Tucker. Even a donut, though. Like, you get a donut with icing on the top, flip it upside down. But you got to bring it to your face first with the icing towards your face so you register the icing, and then you flip that sucker. Just do it! Because you know what you're doing. What? You're eating cake upside down. Everything. What upside about down. cake with your hands? Toast oh. with jam. Flip upside it over. Down. Yeah, and then the jam's all over the floor or table or wherever. Yeah. Thanks, Maura. You're welcome. We just got a text from Justin, and he just did an experiment yeah. with a donut based on the fact that I was uh, telling you about a study out of Oxford that says if you want full flavor to hit you with a chocolate digestive cookie, you bring it to your mouth chocolate side up, then you flip that sucker upside down and let the chocolate hit your tongue first. And then you eat it with your mouth open so you can hear the crunch, and that's going to take the experience to the next level. Do you have to do that stupid thing that people do when they taste wine and go... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that would help. And bring air over it and oxygenate it. Oxygenize the the stuff in your mouth. So Justin just tried it with the donut, because we were wondering, does this apply to anything with icing on top or anything... Like a pizza or anything that has toppings, should you flip it over? Pizza, though, you would have to have uh, that Italian-style pizza that has no toppings. It's just like the bread and the tomato. You ever had that? The margarita pizza? No, it's like, uh, it was such a thing in Montreal. I don't know, I'm sure there's places in Ontario that sell it. Mm -hmm. But it's like the slab, and it's just bread and tomato on top. Mm. There's no cheese at all. Right, so it's got to be good tomato because if and you're good doing, bread. You can't flip pizza upside down and eat it. The pizza toppings are coming off. Mm-hmm. Pizza's mm-hmm. Com- the cheese is coming off. But if you've got a situation where whatever you're eating has toppings yeah, that yeah. will adhere to the base, then you should probably flip it over so it hits your tongue first. So what, do you find, what did they uh, discover through Justin, this live... Did a live experiment. He said, I just tried flipping a donut upside down to eat it. Okay. And? And what happened next? (laughs) He says, it works. Yeah? He says, the chocolate doesn't stick to the roof of your mouth and it tastes stronger. Thanks for the tip. (laughs) Life changing. Life changing yeah. uh, and Kazia just sent us a, a text she says what you're talking about Tucker is Roma pizza Roma pizza Roma pizza yeah Roma pizza so that's just bread with kind of crushed tomatoes on top 
Yeah, I'm looking Ooh. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you look it up, and then they usually cut it up into smaller squares and throw it on a platter or something, grab a little Sounds piece of like that. Sounds like bruschetta. No, it, you have no idea what you're... you got to see it. You, when you see it, you might be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. But mm. it's like a, a slab Roma pizza. Thank you for all those texts and the, the live experiment. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. To have so people exciting. willing to just like... Do that kind of research for our show. Is there anything else somebody could experiment with for us? A live experiment by flipping something upside down? Well, toast and peanut butter. But again, <laughs> yeah, that, if that toast is too hot, that peanut butter is going to drip right off. <laughs> you can try that. Give it a try if you're having toast and peanut butter. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.